This is the World War II Radio Podcast. A date which will live in infamy. This is London. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Go ahead, Berlin. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Welcome to the World War II Radio Podcast. Today we have This Is Our Enemy, The Master Race, as it was broadcast over the Mutual Network on July 26, 1942. It is a dramatization of life under Nazi rule in occupied France. The World War II Radio Podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. If you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And be sure to visit our website at brickpicklemedia.com slash podcast, where you can find links to past episodes as well as the books featured in our podcasts. So thanks for listening. Enjoy today's episode of the World War II Radio Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tonight, one out of every three American men between the ages of 20 and 65 is fighting in the armed services or is in overalls, producing supplies and weapons, for battlefronts all over the world. Millions of men and women are carrying out the tasks of civilian defense, salvaging, conserving, sacrificing, to win the war and make a peace better than any we've ever had before. Or, nor our peace, unless we understand whom we are fighting. That's why the War Production Board is presenting this series. That's what this series is about. Alvin Steinkopf, Associated Press Correspondent, is here as eyewitness to the real stories which we've dramatized for you. This is a program of cruel, hard truth, not for the squeamish or the timid. The truth is ugly and at times horrible. This is the truth about our enemy. Our enemy holds these things to be self-evident, that all men are created unequal, that they are endowed by their creator with inalienable virtues if they be Germans, and that they're fit only for slavery if they be not Germans. The Nazi theory of German racial superiority is completely false to scientific fact. Yet in this idea of superiority, German superiority to all the other peoples of the earth, the Nazis see a weapon, a weapon to crush the mind and soul, a weapon deadly as a gun. In a school in an Alsatian town on the border between France and Germany, a town recently taken over by the Reich, classes are held for the first time since the occupation. This is a German school now, not a French school. Uh, you there, stand up. What's your name? Jack, sir. Jacques Monet. How old? Nine. French? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You, uh, over there, stand up. You are speaking to me here, Professor? What is your name? Carl. Carl Beyer. Eleven years old. German. This is interesting. Here we have a pure-blooded German boy and a French boy. Why would we have French? 
My mother is German. Oh. Oh, I made an error. Jacques is at least half a man. Or did you mean to imply that you were Carl's equal? I don't know, sir. I only thought that... Master Jacques, this is a school for German youth. Let me read something to you. <clears throat> Everything we admire on this earth is the creative product of only a few people, and perhaps originally of one race. You understand that? One race, one people. Yes, sir. Here it is in this book. Write it on the blackboard 400 times. Everything we admire in this earth is the creative product of the See, Jacques, you know how it is, Marie. Night after night in the factory, your life upside down. Never able to see your wife or child. It's been a month at least. Paul, dear, you've, you've taken all this so well after they dismissed you. Well, what's the good of going on teaching any longer? No, at least in a factory, I can be truthful to myself. Your hand's so callous. It's good for me, Marie. How's Jacques, huh? Jacques? Mm-hmm. Only German occupation authorities keep the children in this town so busy with... One thing and another. I seldom see Jacques. Tell me, Marie, do all fathers miss their sons? Or is it because Jacques and I were such great friends? <laughs> well, this morning, anyway, it'll be just like old times when I was teaching at the university, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, dear. Jacques, will you please hurry? Yes, Mother. Oh, Marie, they, they've made the university into a Gestapo headquarters. The director is using my old classroom for his office. Where did you hear that? At the factory, some of the men were talking. Jacques, your father will breakfast with us. Hurry. I'm coming. Father, oh, I'm glad to see you. Well, I got up especially to see you. Now, come give me a kiss, huh? Ah, that's the boy. Oh, it's just like old times, isn't it, Mother? Oh, yes, Jacques. Oh, will you sit down, both of you, quick? This oatmeal isn't good when it's cool. Oh, it isn't much, but... Oats for breakfast. Three horses at a table, huh? Remember, Jacques, bacon, butter, eggs. Now, what's the matter, Jacques? Why don't you sit down? My chair. You've got my chair. Oh, I, I forgot, Paul. Uh, Jack has adopted your chair. I hope you don't mind. After all, you're never here when he's here. Well, a regular little national socialist, huh? First time dispossessed of my chair at the university, and now at home. Is that what they teach you at school? Jacques, uh, eat your oatmeal. I don't want any. Well, what's the matter, son? Are you upset about the chair? It'll make you feel any better. You can have it here. Don't charge him, Paul. He's tired. Day and night to keep him running from one thing to another in the Alsatian Youth Organization. But we haven't seen each other in ages. Come on, boy, talk to me. What did you learn in school? I... Well... Oh, nothing. Well, Jacques, what's the matter? You always told me. Why don't you leave me alone? Oh, Jacques. Tell him, what is it? Tell me. I said, tell me. Well, in school, I have to sit in the back of the room. I have to wait until a German boy gets through eating before I can eat. I'm made to clean up the classroom. Just because my father is French, that's why. Oh, I see. So they've begun, huh? They hate me. They hate me because I'm half French. They say I'm inferior. I don't want to be laughed at. I don't like to be called inferior. Why couldn't you be German, too? Jacques, you're speaking to your father. Let him go on, Marie. What else, Jacques? Nothing. Be talking about it, and I'm not supposed to. I'll be punished. 
Paul, this, this is horrible. It's all right, Marie. Jacques will stop going to that school at once. I'll teach him at home if necessary. No, no, please, Father. I'll come to see where I'm not at school, and when you tell them they'll find out I talk, I'll be punished. And when I go back to school, it'll be worse. Don't do anything, Father, please. Master race, inferior race. You don't believe this nonsense, do you, Jacques? Professor keeps pointing me out and... I ask you, you don't believe that nonsense, do you? But, but he punishes me. The class laughs at him. Jacques, listen to me. No, look at me. Yes, Father. We've always been friends, remember? You can trust me, can't you? Yes, Father. Jacques, the professor is lying to you. I used to be a professor myself, so I should know, shouldn't I? That's what I told them in school. But they laughed. They beat me. Paul, they've no right to hit him. Violence is their weapon, Marie. Listen, son. They beat you because they're afraid. Afraid that you'll grow up and have a mind of your own. Afraid that someday you'll turn on them. You understand that, don't you? Yes, sir. They can beat me all they want. But they'll never make me believe I'm inferior. Good boy, Jacques. But be careful. No matter what they tell you in school, you act as if you agree with it. Even if they say all French people are two-headed monsters, agree with it. But inside, Jacques, in your mind, but I can't spy. Why, there you'll know the real truth. Eh, hey, Jacques? Yes, Father. And could we maybe have a French history lesson like we used to? School, we only learn about Hitler. Yes, my boy, yes. Every morning, Jacques. I'll get up every morning. We'll begin with the French Revolution, the cradle of freedom, the heritage of France. Danton, Rousseau, Victor Hugo. Inferior, huh? No, no man is inferior to any other man. Only boots are inferior, Jacques. Remember that. Mannheim, it's been such a long time. Oh, two years. Well, come in and sit down, won't you? Thank you. Well, I hardly expected to see you. After you stopped teaching at the university, we lost track of you. And now, since the war, well, I know what's happened to all education. So I suppose you've been hit, too, hmm? I'm afraid you misunderstand the purpose of my visit, Money. Purpose? <laughs> what purpose need an old colleague have? Oh, money. Well, we have only a little, but you're no, welcome. No, 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 no. Not money. My fortunes have taken a turn for the better since I stopped teaching. National socialism has taken advantage of my talents. You? Oh, no, Mannheim, I don't believe... Money, I might as well tell you. I've been appointed to a position in the Ministry of Education for Alsace and Lorraine. You, Mannheim? Oh, I don't believe it. This is some new joke. Don't think I don't remember your oh, joke. Oh, sure, sure. I'm still the faculty buffoon, if you like. Only this time the joke is loaded. Oh, I see. You have changed. Time doesn't make the difference, Monet. No, opportunity does. Interesting things happen to me now that I'm in the Ministry of Education, Monet. No one ever questions my teaching now as you used to. Yes, yes, interesting things. For instance... Yesterday, I found a report along with other inconsequential items. A boy, a 12-year-old boy here in this village, questions the racial superiority of the new order. <laughs> Third, isn't it? Well, if you mean the doctrines, yes, they a are. Child, a child, a 12-year-old child. Obviously, someone has been tampering with him. Tampering with his, shall we say, specialized education? 
Uh, what is the point of all this, Mannheim? What has it to do with me? Only the name on the report. By the way, uh, how is Jacques? Well, Jacques is fine. He... Oh, Jacques. I'm glad to hear he's well. Ordinarily, the Ministry of Berlin would be advised by me that the family be broken up and any further trouble avoided. In your case, however, Monet, I personally make an exception. Oh, I see. Our old friendship, no doubt. Oh, no, no, no. I have a little theory. That's why I make an exception in your case. A theory developed while playing second fiddle to you at the university. It's this. My intelligence has all along been superior to yours. Did you discover this proof the same day you read Mein Kampf? Don't antagonize me, Monet. No, no, the superior intelligence shows itself in the cunning that permits it to keep one's body comfortable, to stay alive, not in dying for words like life, liberty, fraternity, the kind of words you're so fond of. You better not use them to your son. My son will not be made to believe your kind of nonsense. No? No. Uh, we won't argue the point. By the way, we're quartering, quartering many of our repatriated German youths in this district. Don't you might like to observe the benefits of our new education? So I've assigned one here. He'll be paid for his keep, of course. A national socialist in my house? No, Mannheim, no. Find him a stable. You no longer teach, do you? You work in a factory. You, uh, have to make a living, don't you, Money? After all, a man and a child, a man with a wife and a child to support, were in the proper place, and you'd be unemployed. You wouldn't like that, would you? You know, I can't fight you with such weapons. My family must eat. The boy's outside. His name is Carl Beyer. I'll call him. Carl? Yes, sir? Step inside, please. Yes, sir. This gentleman is Paul Monet, Jacques' father. You'll live with these people until other arrangements can be made. Yes, sir. Now, I must go. You understand what's expected of you? My son cannot be corrupted. That's all that matters. Be careful of your conduct and you'll be left alone. Oh, uh, incidentally, Carl... Herr Monet's education is most uh, deficient in matters of race. He's French, you know. Uh, perhaps you'll find time to instruct him, hmm? I'll be glad to, sir. The results should be very interesting. <laughs> eh, Professor? Very. See, Monet, I haven't really lost my sense of humor after all. Jacques, your continued insubordination irritates me. <clears throat> this is a school, not a political forum. Your lack of gratitude for the education being given to you by the Reich is amazing. Give me your knuckles. Not again, sir. Repeat after me. There are inferior people and superior people. There are inferior people. Well, go on. There are inferior people and superior people. I am not German, therefore. I am not German, therefore. Therefore, I am inferior. Therefore, I am inferior. I have infinite patience, Jacques. Repeat it another hundred times, and every time you say the word inferior, wrap your knuckles on that desk as hard as you can. You may begin. Oh, stop. You're breaking my heart. I'll twist it right open like you say it. Oh, my own. 
Now you can get up off the floor. Of course I hurt you. I was trying to hurt you. Why don't you like me? Because you're inferior. All French are. You know that by now. Yes. But in my case, it's only half true. How can a thing be only half true? I'm only half French. That's the cowardly part, ain't you, the French part? If you were all German, you could cut me to pieces just as easily as I could do it to you. I wouldn't like that. You'd like it, all right. He was my father. I'd hate him. He couldn't help you as French any more than you could help your German. Well, that's too bad, that's all. My mother doesn't mind. Of course she minds. She must mind. She's German. Jacques! Jacques! Carl! There he is. We're here, hey, Ma here, Mamette. Oh, here you are. I, I heard a scream as I came down the street. What happened? Nothing, Father. Carl was, was showing me how, how the Germans marched in Flanders. Oh, really? And why were you screaming? Carl wasn't hitting you, was he? No. Oh, no, I wouldn't hit Jacques. Oh, no, sir. I was pretending. I, 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 was, I was a peasant being bombed. Oh, I see. You don't approve, Herr Monet? Of what? National Socialism? No, the German army. As a Frenchman, you should admire the German army. Oh, I see. And physical strength is always the sign of a superior race? Yes, sir. Herr Monheim asked me to instruct you, and so I just... I see. Well, far be it from me to interfere with Herr Mannheim's curriculum. You're joking with me. Father, please don't laugh at Carl, please. Well, why not, John? Father, please. You're only making it hard for me. You stay out of this, John. Oh, Carl, I, I wonder if you'd mind if I asked a question. You're so typical of the Nazi youth, I'd, I'd like to know. Well, if it deals with the subject of race or history. How old are you, Carl? Eleven. Who's your father? I have no father. Come, Carl, even Germans have fathers. I have no father. What is the good of all this questioning, anyway? I'm not permitted to answer questions about myself. Why, Carl? Well, they, they told me not to, that's why. I do what I'm told. Yes, but why? Are you ashamed of your father? Yes, you know why. You know my father. Yes, yes, I do. How is he, Carl? I don't know. I haven't seen him. I never will. But he was a German, wasn't he? Yes. And Germans are superior people, aren't they? Yes, but... But he fought with the French, didn't he? He was a German and fought with the French. Why? You're just trying to mix me up. Carl, you're already mixed up. But you see, it's not your fault. Don't you see, boys, it's the thing they've taught you. Well, who could help but be mixed up? You leave him alone, Father. Shock. He didn't mean that, Carl. Shock, don't be frightened. I want him to like me. I want him to like me. And he won't treat me like I was inferior. Don't say any more, Father. Please don't. Oh, my God. What are they doing to you? Shock, you promised Carl me. Carl is my friend. Do you hear? Carl is my friend. I will tell him, Lynam, you made fun of the of the pure theories. Come on, Jock. Jock, you're not going to go I along. I to. Jock, I'm your father. Yes, father. What's happening to you, boy? You aren't beginning to believe all this nonsense, are you? Not after all I've taught you. Carl, Carl, wait for me. Carl, wait for me. Jock, come back here. Jock. He was here again, wasn't he, Paul? Mannheim, yes, he was here. What did he say? He laughed at me. He said I was only proving how right his theory was. A fool with ideals, he called me. Hoisting myself on my own petard. Paul. Well, he's right, of course, according to the great god Hitler. They consider men like me a fool. We spurn comfort. We struggle against speciality. You see, Marie, it's the whole struggle of the human race all over again. 
All for an ideal. Well, let me be a fool, then. I'd rather die a human being than, than live like an animal. I'm glad you feel that way. Marie, thank God the German authorities are sending Carl to Munich. You know, he's done such terrible things to Jacques. Paul, could we go away? All of us. There must be some way. I have thought about it, Marie. You remember that farmer in the Ruhr, the one who was going to Vichy? I've done him many favors, and I know he's willing to do this one for me. Then from Vichy, the way to Portugal is easy. Then to America. Why don't we try it, Marie? Oh, Paul, we must. But there's one thing. Don't tell this to Jacques until we're ready. Jacques is getting to the point where he, he believes their rotten doctrine. There's so many of them to affirm it and so few of us to deny it. He watches me suspiciously. They teach him to spy on us in school. He told me so. Well, we must make our plans accordingly. But remember, Marie, not a word to Jacques. My train from Munich leaves in an hour. Oh, hurry! I wish I could go with you to Munich. Munich is reserved for national socialists. The state school there where I'm going is the largest in the world. I will meet all our great leaders there. Possibly see the Fuhrer himself. If I can't go to Munich, maybe sometime I can go somewhere else. You'll never go any place. You'll always have to stay right here. I suppose so. But if, if you didn't have a French father, would it be any different if I didn't, Carl? Then could I... Maybe. Once I heard of a boy with an English father who was allowed to become a full German, only his father was dead. There, it's all finished. Is there anything else to pack for you? There are some more things in that drawer there. Hurry! There isn't any more room in this bag. Well, what do I do, traveling papers? Your father has a suitcase, doesn't he? He has two. I'll get one of those then. He's not going to need them. He's not going anywhere. It, it's in his room. I'll get it right away. Hurry up! I don't want to miss that train. Shut the door, Jacques. Father! I didn't know you were... Shut the door. Now, what are you looking for? A suitcase. Carlos. Why, there it is. Father, you've got both of them filled with food. You can't do that. That's against the law, Horton. Jack, don't prattle like that. Just go away and pretend you never saw it. But it's against the law. Oh, all right, if you must know. Look, Jacques, we're planning to leave Alsace. You and your mother and I. We're going to America, Jacques. But that's against the law. Hitler Jacques, says... you've turned into a parrot. You say the same things over and over again. It's against the law. But you see, Jacques, it must be done. It must be done, you understand? You're running away. We're going away. I won't go with you. Jacques, please don't talk like that. You're running away because you're afraid. Jacques, stop it. You're afraid. Jacques. Jacques, I'm sorry. You'll be sorry. You'll be sorry, Flatley. Jacques, please, please understand. I, I couldn't help it. You were raving. You hit me. You're just like them. Please, Jacques, don't say things like that. But they're strong. You're weak, just like they say. You're afraid to hit them. But you hit me. You're inferior. Jacques, please listen to me. I don't want to talk to you. I've got to go now. Carl's waiting for me. Jacques, listen. I understand. You're unhappy. You're confused. They're, they're trying to make you like they are. But look, we'll go away. You, you, mother and I. And No, close that door and listen to me, Jacques. No. Carl is waiting for Jacques. me. Jacques. Oh, there you are, Jacques. Well, where's the suitcase? I... I couldn't find it. Oh, never mind. Oh, I just remembered. This boy was an English father. They shot the father, and then, because his mother was German, they made the boy a full German, too. What are you crying about? If I were a full German, would you be my friend? Sure, Jacques, sure. We could have a lot of fun then. 
can't imagine what happened to Jacques. He never stayed away this long before. He'll be back, Marie. He went to see Carl off on the train. Paul, you're keeping something from me. What is it? It's nothing. I know better, Paul. Is it about Jacques? Tell me. He uh, found me storing our food in the suitcases. He had a talk with Carl, maybe he... Oh, no, Paul. Oh, not Jacques. He wouldn't. But I, I, I hit him, Marie. Hit Jacques? Oh, no, Paul. I, I, I couldn't help myself. Oh, Marie, they've won and we've lost. No, Jacques, he's our son. They've won, I tell you. He's only a baby. We can't expect him to escape the habits of behavior they've drilled into him. What do we do? There's your answer. Oh. Let them in. Oh, no. Can you think of an alternative? Uh, this is a hammer, eh? I won't bother to introduce these gentlemen with me. They are Gestapo. You know that. Paul, you know also. We found him at the station weeping. He misses Carl, so. Hello, Jacques. Aren't you going to say hello to your father, Jacques? Why don't you let him alone? Can't you see he's frightened? Haven't you heard him and twisted him enough? Very touching. French sentiment. What do you want here? What have you brought our son here for? I think I know. Yes, yes. You see, I was right after all, wasn't I, Monet? The boy here knows that the important thing is to remain comfortably alive. I knew you'd trap yourself. Mm-hmm. I have no argument. Because your only answer would be terror. At last, the great Paul Monet discovers that terror is the answer to all questions. Too bad you didn't think of it before the Fuhrer did. These men have an order for your arrest and execution as an enemy of the state. Oh, no. No, why? Why? You can't prove anything. Nothing you could use as proof, even in one of your own mock courts. Oh, really, Armani? Jack? Yes, Is this man an enemy of the state? I don't know. I don't know what he is. He's my father. Is he trying to leave occupied country? Where is he? That for the love of heaven. No, 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 Frau Monet. I call you Frau since you'll be visiting Germany with your son very soon. He will testify to anything. You can see that. We really don't need proof. But whenever we can find it, we use it. It, it kind of frosts the cake. You see how successful the new education is, Monet. Jacques, you know what you've done. Of course he doesn't. I don't care. I don't care. He's inferior. My father's inferior. So help me. That is the world of the enemy, for I have seen it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Alvin Steinkopf. Ladies and gentlemen, the utterly ludicrous delusions of racial grandeur under which the Nazis labor would be almost amusing. Were it not criminal folly to lose sight of the danger they hold for us and for the entire world. At this moment of the world's history, we can all recognize what was apparent to all too few people some years ago. That although a single lunatic who thinks he's Napoleon may be harmless, even picturesque, a whole nation gone mad with racial pride and armed with a mighty war machine, must be crushed before we can even hope for a decent life for ourselves or any other people. I've seen the Nazis use this hideous doctrine of the master race as the justification for oppression and unspeakable cruelty to individuals and whole nations. The Nazi is not only uninterested in the commandment to love his neighbor, he further makes the assumption that his neighbor is vermin and should be treated as such. 
This Nazi concept has taken a toll of human misery that staggers the imagination. As you heard tonight, the Nazis have sought to use this doctrine of German racial superiority as a two-edged weapon. A weapon to kill forever the hope of resurrection among the conquered people and to convince them that slavery is their natural and inevitable lot. As far, thus far, the Nazis are right. In their world, in the world of our enemy, there can be only slavery. This is our enemy.